Satnam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I are appreciative of your vital role on this planet in an ever-growing global community. For it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. ever been told you've got a lot of nerve one of the highest compliments that can be given to a human is that you have a lot of nerve and this is where that lot of nerve originates in the kundalini plexus the pelvic sacral region of the body and to have a lot of nerve is a very important condition to be in because when you have a lot of nerve you're able to override the multiple angles of opposition to anything that you propose. Just propose being yourself rather than a copy of someone else and you will be opposed. Just propose to have a new idea that no one has ever thought of and you will have a lot of opposition. You see, it's not about personalities opposing you. It's about physics. For every action there is an equal reaction. So as you move forward as you, there is a certain amount of opposition to that equal to the proposition in that. And as you move forward as you, if you're not accustomed to, be, to moving forward as you, you will get oppositions that will seem to be new. And because those oppositions seem to be new, you will feel unprepared to counter them. And so they may subdue you into returning to being the copy of something, someone, someone's else, which both your environment is familiar with and you are also familiar with the trace opposition to that position. And because you are familiar with that opposition, you are also capable of countering that opposition until you're not. 
And when you become unable to counter the opposition of being an imposter, of being a copy of someone or something else, that's when you will have an existential crisis, a crisis of your existence. And in that crisis of your existence, you will feel that not only are you a fraud, but anything that you do is fraudulent. Because as you begin to try to pursue yourself, it is so unfamiliar that it feels like an imposter. It feels like fraud. And you have to be able to determine yourself to become comfortable in the discomfort until those flames of opposition die down and bow to you. And that is symbology of when the flames of opposition become familiar to you enough that you have angles to meet their angles so that as you're moving through time-space, you're just doing what you're accustomed to be doing. You're being yourself. You're being met by opposition, but that opposition is familiar. And so you call upon your re responses to the opposition, your opposition to the opposition that is opposing your proposition which is opposing your original position, and all of a sudden you begin to see it not as the conflict of personalities, but as pure, sheer energy that can be utilized by your nervous system, beginning at the Kundalini plexus. Beginnings. This is the Ganesha of the plexus. See how it looks like an elephant. This is what the yogis were talking about. This was the symbology of Ganesha. Just as Hanuman was the symbology of the heart brain, Ganesha was symbology of the gut brain, of the rising Kundalini. Just as Shiva was symbology of the head brain, that duality, that dichotomy. Being able to come to grips, not only with the symbology and the stories therein, but of the experiences that you are having in your own life. Being able to ride that wave, Aung Namo Guru Dev Namo. Dear Lord, coming to bless our souls. Aung Namo Guru Dev Namo. I bow to the Master within. I bow to the Master within. That is it. You've got to make a dance and a song out of it because you have to uplift that lot of nerve into the category 
of that lot of nerve in tune, in tune with the universal, the celestial, the cosmic sounds. All vibrations are sounds and when you start tuning in to the cosmic sounds, that kundalini plexus literally becomes your base. And you begin playing the symphonies of angels in your life, harmonic relationships, ideas that spring forth from melodies that are intervals with triads and quadrads and dyads that are creating harmonic intervals. And suddenly, your life becomes the song of your destiny. Your life becomes music. And your movement becomes dance. Not dance that you don't know how to do. Dance that is you. Dance of grace. And you absolutely begin in that moment to understand your place in space, your Vastu Shastra. You begin to understand your place in space that is so dramatically truthful, so fulfilling. When you understand your place in space, you can be anywhere and you feel at home. And that is what Ganesha brings to that root. The gut brain, the root chakra, and then Hanuman opens up the heart fills the lungs with that breath of life and allows that inspiration to carry forward the new beginning. So you have this new beginning, this idea, and the inspiration carries it forward, sustains it. So not only is this Hanuman, this is also Vishnu. Not only is that Ganesha at the Kundalini plexus, but that's also Brahm. And then you have the two sisters of the higher form, Saraswati and Lakshmi. Saraswati, the goddess of knowledge, wisdom, and Lakshmi, the goddess of physiology, of wealth. When you are in this range here, low alpha into theta, when you allow your head brain to get into this range, that's when you begin to vibrate at the frequency of Saraswati. Wisdom pours into you because your waveforms are opening up allowing the wisdom of space and time to come in like 
melodies sublime. And in that melodic, harmonic way, in that grace, you begin to be the attractor of great prosperity. Prosperitu for the Spirit. The Spirit answers your call. The greater Spirit answers your call. And all of your ancestors and all of your loved ones that have gone before and all of what is to be in infinity serves you like angelic guides. Offers you that incredible, incredible hand, that Brahm, that creative hand. And in doing so, you then begin to use this human body as an instrument. I always think of the human body because I played stand-up bass in uh, sixth grade. I was a violin player in a string section of the orchestra and they needed someone to play stand-up bass and man, I stood up. <laughs> I said, I will do that because I already had the bowing technique. All I needed to do is feel out the distances between the notes, which is once you've got that fretless sensation, it comes to you very quickly. So I jumped on and I always thought, well, the stand-up bass is like a human body. You've got that pelvic bowl. You've got the standards on which that bass is standing. You've got that pelvic bowl which is giving it its boost of resonance. And then you've got the top component of that body of the bass, which is the inspiration of the diaphragm. And then you've got the neck in which you play all those notes. And you've got the head brain, which is what has to tune it. You have to tune those strings. You have to be determined to tune your instrument, your instrument with all of its cross components and all of its orbits. You have to be able to tune it. And tuning is a two-dimensional event. Right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no. Is it in tune? No. Is it in tune? No. Is it in tune? Yes, now it is. That is not a, well, let's just be kind of. We had a beautiful, beautiful celebration of life yesterday from my dear brother Craig. And being Scottish, he, a McGowan, his nephew, nephew-in-law, let's put it that way, is a master of the bagpipes. Wow. Mm. What an instrument. Just like this human body is what an instrument. And so, please, have a lot of nerve. 
be there present for you to be you. And allow yourself to experience the extreme discomfort of the unfamiliarity, the territory of your destiny. Because you have played it safe throughout life, everyone has. You've been a little bit like this and a little bit like that and a little bit like the other thing just so that you could blend in. And now you're being called on to not blend in. Now you're being called on to stand up, to step forward, to stand out, to be an example. Now is that time. And that means that you have to be you and no one else. And the you in you has so much power. The you in you has such unique qualities. And the you in you is going to start a extreme disturbance. And people will say, you got a lot of nerve and you will say, thank you for noticing. Because that is why we are here. Now pick up your journal and begin writing a note to yourself as to how you're going to do this today. How are you going to do this today? Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.